0: Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional Podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Let's talk about what to do when you're so busy, when your schedule is full, when life is a little busier than it has been. How do you handle it? What do you do? This episode is going to be about both the mindset piece of it, of course, as you know, and then the tangible tips. How can you find some ease, make things a little easier on yourself? It's funny that this week, week and a half or so, has been very busy for me. It's been more full than weeks prior, and I have been observing myself in this week and a half noticing where my mind is going, what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling, and what I'm doing or not doing, how I am handling it. I always like to be in the middle of something so that I can observe myself, watch what happens, learn, grow, trial and error, process through it, and then teach it. I like that I have these experiences because it allows me to really put this stuff to work. What I teach you on the podcast, I obviously use it in my life every single day, but sometimes it's really good to have more intense experiences to try it out and see, let's see, let's put these tools to work and see how they work. And I can guarantee that they do. They work even better when you are busier, when life is more chaotic. This is a total side note, but I just thought about it. When your life is the craziest when you're the most overwhelmed is truly when you need coaching the most because that's when you get to practice this work and see how it works. Often people will say, "Well, I think I need a way. I think I need a way, you know, to work on myself or to reach or go after these goals when life is a little less chaotic, when I have more time, when things slow down." But the thing is, learning the tools when life is the most chaotic is how you'll know that you can handle anything because it gives you the opportunity to truly practice and in practicing the tools and seeing how they work, you get to find out how you can make it through times that are tough and then really see how powerful you actually are, how capable you actually are think that's one of the most valuable things that you can do is to put the tools to work when life is the craziest. I have been doing that recently to truly practice this work and to be able to teach it at an even deeper level when I do that. The thing that we tend to do when it comes to talking about how busy we are is we really take on this identity. We have this story that we are so busy and we keep the story without looking at the facts. I would encourage you first and foremost to notice if you are carrying around the story of busy, maybe you were in a season of life that was pretty busy, but you've kept that story of oh, life is so busy, life is so full it's hard, I'm in a hard season. Maybe that story you've just been continuing to tell, even though circumstantially that might not be true. But we want to really pick apart the circumstances from the story because this will help you get clarity and get to neutral. We're not swinging to, I am at peace and ease and everything is good. (laughs) we're not going to go that far. Your brain's not going to be able to go there if you've been in a story of life is so busy, I'm so frazzled, I can't catch up, I don't know how to make it through the day. When you're there, swinging to I am at peace, everything is easy, is too far of a jump. We need to get you to neutral. Neutral is where there's not a lot of emotion in neutral. There's no emotion, it's just neutral. When you're looking at strictly the facts It takes away the emotional charge of what stories like, I'm so busy, I'm so behind, I'm barely making it through. Those stories create a lot of overwhelm and a lot of stress. But when you get to neutral and you find the facts, it's way easier to see your life for what it is and to then decide how you want to move forward. In this case, I would if we were, let's say, sitting across from each other in a coaching session, I would say, okay, what are the actual facts of your life today? What is your actual schedule? What exactly do you have going on? Be very clear about what's factual versus what story you're telling. What schedule do you have? What things are due at work? What exactly do you have going on? What have you agreed to? What have you said that you would do? What are all the things? Be very clear about the facts and separate that out from the story. Now the facts can be proven. I could look at your calendar and see what, you know, what time you're supposed to be at work each day or the things that you've agreed to this week or the schedule for the kids this week. Like we can look at the calendar, what exactly is going on? And we can see the facts what what's there. And then we separate that out from the story. I'm so busy, I have so much to do, I can barely make it through the day. That is the story. Those are your thoughts about what's happening. We want to look at exactly what is happening. Your schedule. Once you've done that and you look at the schedule, You just see these things that you've agreed to. Work, events, spending time with friends, doing things with your kids, whatever. You have the schedule there. Now, if you saw that as neutral, those are just the facts, what else could you think about that? The story of I'm so busy is available. That is an option, but... What would that create? Let's say you kept the story of, I'm so busy. And you felt maybe overwhelmed. You felt frazzled. You felt just frantic, stressed, tense. And that was how you felt and you kept the story. How do you think you would approach your life the rest of this week? Let's say we're looking at that schedule. How would you approach that if you kept the story of I'm so busy? How would you show up? What's that frantic, frazzled energy like when you're taking action, when you're showing up for the things that you're supposed to do for work, when you are taking your kids to their different events or things that they do? What do you act like? How do you behave if you're thinking I'm so busy? just notice. like If you were to observe yourself, you were to keep that story and go throughout the rest of the week, how would you show up? Most likely, you would probably be a little short with the people around you. You would feel tense a lot and you would maybe snap at the people around you, snap at your kids, snap at your spouse. You wouldn't be as focused on the things that you have in front of you. like The task in front of you, you wouldn't be as focused. You would be frazzled and thinking, oh, I'm so busy. I have so many other things to do. I need to do that. Oh, I need to do that. You'd be distracted a lot. Your energy would be scattered all over. You would not be able to do the things in front of you well because you would be coming from this frantic energy of busy. Notice that when you're thinking, oh, I'm so busy and I have so much to do, notice how it affects your nervous system how maybe your heart beats a little faster your breath shortens your chest feels tight you tend to your brain just feels like it's going a million miles an hour how does that feel in your body and how do you show up if you kept that story what we know are the facts that you have the schedule that you have the things that you've agreed to the things that you are showing up for this week we know that those are there. Those are the circumstances. You could change those. Of course, you know, you could decide you weren't going to show up to work or you're not going to take your kids to their things that they do. You could decide that, but let's say you don't want to. You've agreed to do these particular things. You're going to keep them. You're not going to change the circumstance. You're not going to say, "Now nah, I'm not going to do any of that. You're going to do those things. How do you want to approach them? If the circumstances were not changing and the schedule stays the same, and you didn't want to feel frazzled and busy and overwhelmed and tense, how else would you like to feel knowing that the schedule is what it is? Maybe focused, calm, grounded, determined, disciplined, energized. What would it feel like in your body, picking one of those? Let's say you felt grounded, even though the schedule is full. Circumstantially, you got a lot happening this week. (laughs) The schedule is full, but you felt grounded. How would you approach the next thing on your calendar? How would you feel in the car driving your kids to their soccer games or whatever, (laughs) whatever they have, you know, whatever kids do all the extracurricular activities that they do. (laughs) How would you feel in the car driving them to their activities? How would you feel getting them ready, getting yourself ready? Most likely you would feel more at ease. You would not have as many racing thoughts. Your breath would be a little deeper, Your heartbeat wouldn't be going as fast. You would have more calm in your body. And when you're coming from a more calm, grounded place, even though you have a lot happening this week, you would approach those things much differently. And this is the mindset piece of telling the story of I'm so busy. This is where... If we make these small little shifts, shifting to what exactly do I have going on? What exactly do I have planned this week? What exactly is on my calendar? And then how else could I feel, even though that's my schedule? And starting to ask yourself those questions, then your brain can come up with, well, you know, I could feel grounded, I could feel calm, I could feel determined. I could feel energized, I could feel focused, I could feel completely differently, and let's just say I felt differently, what would I be thinking about this schedule, about what I have going on? You'd probably be thinking, I can do that, I'll complete that task, I'll get that done, it's no problem. I know exactly what to focus on right now. I can prioritize this thing and then I'll move on to the next. You would have this more, your brain wouldn't be racing. You would have more capacity to think through how would I handle this next thing in front of me? Oh, I would do that to completion and then I would move on to the next thing. I wouldn't be letting distractions run the show. I would decide on purpose, I'm focused, I'm calm, I know what to do next. That feels so different than, oh my gosh, I'm so busy and I have so much to do. I'm so frazzled. My life is so full. (laughs) So notice the shift there. And these are very simple shifts. We get to neutral, we find the facts, we decide how it is that we want to feel. And what would it take to feel that way? What would I think about myself if I felt that way? If I was calm in the midst of this schedule that I have this week, what would I think about myself? What would I think about the next thing that I have to do? So we start there. Most importantly, we start with the mindset because that is very, very important. The other thing is once you have reviewed everything, you can, of course, let some things go. You can decide to ask for help. You can decide that I'm not going to be able to do this week. I'm going to add that to the list for next week. You can totally decide that, but it's so different to decide, I'm going to ask for help with this, or I'm going to move that to next week's to-do list from calm than it is from frazzled, busy, overwhelmed energy. When you're frazzled, you are beating yourself up a lot. Like, oh gosh, I can't get that done. I don't have time for that. Here I go again, not able to get all the things done that I said I was gonna do. I've taken on too much. I'm way too busy. We just tend to beat ourselves up in that energy instead of, you know what? I am calm. I am grounded. I have a lot happening this week. And here's what I know. I know that I won't be able to do this thing this week or I won't be able to do this well, or I need some help with that. I'm going to ask for help. It's much different to go to your spouse or your partner or friends or family or even your kids. It's much different to go to the people around you and say, hey, do you mind helping me with this? Can you help me with this? I would really appreciate if you could help me out with this thing. From calm, then you're going to have to help me out. Because I'm slammed and I have so much going on and I can't get all this done by myself. I need you to help me out. I need you to step up. That energy is (laughs) different. The people in our lives will feel much different energy from us when we're coming from frazzled than when we're coming from calm. And I want you to think about who you want to be. The identity of someone who is always in the busy story versus someone who is in the grounded story you felt grounded more often than you felt busy, how would you show up for your life? Who would you be? And how would the people around you experience you? How do you want them to experience you? Do you want to be, if you're, if you're someone else in your life and you're observing you, do you want them to say, oh man, she was always so busy. (laughs) She was always so frazzled. Or do you want them to say, I felt this very, calm energy whenever I was around her. I felt this presence. I felt that she was open and present and loving and kind and at ease. Or, gosh, she was a frazzled mess. (laughs) She was always so busy and so frantic. And gosh, I just felt like you were kind of walking on eggshells around her. Like, is that the story? Is that the experience that you want people to, to have and to be telling? Or you want them to say, she was so calm. It's important for us to kind of step out and observe ourselves from this other perspective because I think sometimes we get so in our heads about the story that we tell that we don't even realize who we're being and how we're behaving and how we're showing up. And we're most likely not meaning to be the frazzled, overwhelmed version of ourselves. That's just how we've gotten, the place that we've gotten to. But we can change that story at any point. I lived in the overwhelmed story for a long time. And I changed it. I decided to change it. I lived as someone who just was always late, always overwhelmed, took on way too many things, constant people pleasing. I lived in that for a long time. But then I decided that's not who I want to be. That is not how I want to show up in the world. I'm going to change it. We always have the power to change it. So just because this is how you've been or how you're being means nothing, means absolutely nothing. Don't judge yourself. It is just because you've had this thought process in this story, you can totally change it. So sometimes we do want to ask for help. We want to take some things off our plate. If that's possible, we can look into that option. But look into that option from a more grounded place, not from frazzled energy. The other thing is, and this is something that I am really working on. And so I'm speaking to this as someone who is currently in practice. We have to be so mindful of distractions, especially now. We are so distracted, and we have so much around us to distract us, that this one is not easy. But if we can be aware of our specific distraction, the thing that we feel this urge and we go towards, if we can be so mindful of that and we can not follow through with that urge and get distracted, but instead stay with the thing that we're working on, this will reduce a lot of the excess and I'm, I'm finding this to be true for me. I have been watching myself so closely and being very mindful of what are my distractions? What do I run towards? What do I notice? Oh, I don't want to do this thing. I'm going to go scroll Instagram or I'm going to listen to a podcast or I'm going to fill my brain with something else. What is the cost of that? How much do our distractions add to our busyness if we eliminated the distractions? Not that you will ever fully eliminate them. I'm not saying that that's the goal, but if, if you were to just look at your life and your schedule and what you had going on, the things that you agreed to, the things that you wanted to, and you took away the distraction and you didn't have, you didn't have that filling up your schedule too, would there be some space? I know this is definitely true for me. If I were to not consume social media as much, not listen to as many podcasts as I do, I can tell a difference. And I've actually been putting this into practice. I noticed that for me, so much of busyness relates to packing my brain full of stuff. It's not so much about what I have on my schedule. That I can manage. But and even when I have more on my schedule that I can manage. But when I get distracted a lot throughout the day, I feel more exhausted by the end of the day than I do when I minimize my distractions. We all have different distractions. We all have to be onto ourselves about what those are. But if we can be mindful of that, it will reduce a lot of the Busyness, the excess, the exhaustion from our brain having to work at getting distracted and then coming back. I read once that it takes, I think, an average of 23 minutes for your brain to get back to the thing that you were focusing on when you get distracted. So if we were to be mindful of our distractions, how much could that help? reduce some of the overwhelm, exhaustion, stress around being busy. If you're already full, if your schedule is already full and then you add in all the distractions, you add in the scrolling and the getting off task and going to do this and (laughs) all of that. If you add all of that in, it's going to feel a lot busier and it will be a lot busier and a lot fuller than it would be if you were to be more mindful of those things. This truly is one of those things that I would, I would say to give yourself a lot of grace for and to be very mindful of our phones and Netflix and all that stuff is designed to distract us. That's the point (laughs) it is. It plays into the part of our brain that seeks pleasure, that wants the easiest, most pleasurable thing in the moment. It plays into that. It's you're getting hits of dopamine to your brain when you're scrolling Instagram And when you're watching Netflix, that is, it's designed for that. So don't beat yourself yourself up so much about that. Just be mindful of it. I would say to be aware of your distractions and notice, is there excess? Is there more busy than there could be? More stuff than there could be because I am constantly distracted. If I eliminated some of those things or at least toned them down, pared back, what would my schedule be like then? What would my life be like then? Would it be as busy? Would it feel as busy? Notice that. Just have awareness of that. I would say to be mindful. I have a whole thought process and I'm really practicing a lot around distractions and urges and feeling the urge to go scroll social media or go listen to a podcast or instead of staying in the present moment where I am, following that urge and what that does, I've been watching myself And then watching myself when I don't follow the urge, when I stay focused, I don't get distracted. I don't let myself get distracted. The difference, I have been being my own case study. So I probably will be talking about that more soon because I've been observing myself in doing that. But I would just say to notice that for yourself. Two more tips that I can offer or that I will offer in this episode so that I don't make it too long be aware of when things come up let's say a text message comes in phone call comes in or an email comes up or something happens when you want to respond to those things be very intentional about that there are times that you're going to want to respond in the moment and there are times you're going to want to wait if you wait you will add to your mental load. That is something to keep in mind. Not that that's a problem. You might want to decide, I am going to respond to these messages later at this time. And then you do that. So you decide and then you don't keep it in the mental load. But if you keep pushing off, pushing off, pushing off, you're adding to your own mental load. You're adding to the future version of you will eventually have to take care of that task. You can put it off for a little while, but eventually you're probably going to have to take care of it. One thing I've been doing is putting my phone on Do Not Disturb, and it also puts my computer on Do Not Disturb. So when I'm on calls, when I'm working, I don't know if I'm getting messages or phone calls, which is great because my brain cannot be distracted by those things because I don't even know. I don't even know they're happening. And then... When I finish up the thing that I'm doing, the call or the task or whatever, I then can go take my phone off of Do Not Disturb, see what's there, respond in the moment. If, let's say, my phone was not on Do Not Disturb, those things are coming in, I am then thinking, oh, I got to respond to that. Oh, that I need to do that. Oh, I got to do that. I need to remember to do that later. All of that mental load is taking place. It's adding to what's already happening. We want to be mindful of when more things come in that we will take care of or that we will want to take care of, we can either have the thought, I can do this now. And sometimes that serves us and we want to operate from that thought. And then sometimes we want to be mindful of, I'm choosing to do that later, but decide and commit to whatever that decision is. I'm committed to following through this thing right now. Oh, I got this text. Let me just go ahead and respond to it. Or I'm committed to, I will do that at this time. I will not put it off until the next day or the next day, but I will do that at this time. That's something to keep in mind, to, to reduce excess. I, the more I think about this, the more I think about how much can we reduce the extra? How much can we reduce the extra mental load? How can we make it easier for ourselves? Sometimes the thought, I can do this now is a great way. Other times it's, I'm intentionally choosing to do that later. I'm not going to keep thinking about it. I'm not going to add to the busy of right now. I'm going to focus on the thing I'm doing right now. And I'm going to decide to do that other thing later. And then I'm going to follow through. That's important. Follow through. (laughs) Follow through with the thing that you decided on later. The last thing. If you've been around here for a bit, you've heard me talk about this. I'm really big on being mindful of where you are in your menstrual cycle. You're a woman, mostly, most likely you are because that's who listens to the podcast. But if you are not aware of your cycle and where you are in your cycle, I would say this is something to maybe look into because it can tell us a lot. It can tell us a lot about when to schedule certain things, when to not schedule certain things. When we are going to have more energy, less energy, this is truly a guide for us to know if I put a lot of things in this week, I'm going to really feel it. The exhaustion is going to be next level if I add all these things in this week. And I have been learning this by getting it wrong month after month and finally figuring it out. But for me, I tend to I tend to I tend to think that I can do more. That I will have more energy the week of my period than I will have, and I won't. I will not have the energy. I will be more tired on those weeks, and I know it. And even then, I think, oh yeah, I can. I can do all of that. I can go to dinner with this friend and that friend, and do this and do that, and wake up at six a.m. and go on a walk, and yeah, I can do all of those things. And then I get to that week, and the energy is not quite there, and I realize, what was I thinking? I mean. I love these people so much, and I want to be here, and I want to do this, but wow, I am tired. <laughs> okay, maybe next time I bump it out a week. <laughs> I don't agree to it on this particular week. They don't know when I when and where I am in my cycle. It's my job to know that. It's my job to know where my energy is and to schedule accordingly, if at all possible. I know this is not necessarily always possible for everyone, Life is going to happen, yes, but if you can be at least mindful of your energy throughout the month, it will help. I can tell you that. It will help to know I'm going to have less energy this week and we're not even going to argue that or think I should have more energy. No, the reality is I'm going to have less energy. I know this about myself. How do I want to handle it? What do I want to do? How do I want to prepare? How do I want to take care of myself? I can take care of myself by not agreeing to do all of these things, even if they're wonderful things. I can say, hey, friend that asked me to do this, I love you. I'm excited to do that. Can't do it this week. Got to do it next week. I can do that. I think they will be totally fine with that. So just be very aware of your energy and plan your life accordingly as best as you can. If you can be mindful of your cycle and know your energy levels throughout the month, I'm telling you, it is a game changer. So that is something that is just an extra thing that we ladies have in our back pocket. If we can use it to our advantage, it can be very helpful. When you have a lot more going on certain weeks of the month, it will feel a lot more exhausting than it will on other weeks. There are some weeks that you have a lot happening and you're thinking, oh, I can do this. This is great. I have the energy. Other weeks, not so much. So using that as a tool can be very helpful. Okay, that is a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) A lot of tips, a lot of mindset shifts, things that you can take with you and put into practice. Practicing this is how you will see the results of it working. Getting coached is how we take it all to the next level. Truly learning how to become the person that can handle life when it's busy and not feel frazzled and overwhelmed is the work that we do in coaching. This will serve you forever. It will serve you in every everything that you do because life is going to keep happening. <laughs> that is a guarantee that we, we cannot plan for because we don't know. We don't know how it's going to go, but what we know is that we can plan for how we're going to handle it who we're going to be, how we're going to think, feel, act, the results that we're going to create from our mindset, our behavior, that we can control. And when you learn to be someone who is more grounded and at ease and not frantic, frazzled, overwhelmed, stressed, and tense, it changes everything. changes your relationships, changes how you show up for work, changes how you get things done or not, because when you are feeling frazzled, you get a lot less done than when you're feeling grounded. This is what I teach you in coaching. Teach you how to become that person and operate as that person and show up for your life in a way that you really ultimately desire. None of us wants to live frazzled. (laughs) I don't think any of us thinks that sounds like a great idea. We want to be calm. We want to be grounded. We want to be at ease. We want to feel in control, at peace, that is available to you, even if your life is full. So if you're interested in that, book a free consultation call with me. You can do that by going to kristinalana.com. You can also find me on Instagram at underscore kristinalana. You can go to the guides below in the show notes and download a to-do list guide that will help you get more done. I also have an overcome overwhelm guide All of those are there in the show notes if you want to download those, but when you book the consultation call, we will chat face-to-face, well, on Zoom, and we'll talk about how you're feeling, how coaching can help you feel better, feel more at ease, and the impact of that in your life. I want you to think even further beyond just feeling better, how will it change so many areas of your life? What could your life look like if you didn't feel overwhelmed? That is a magical place to take your brain because it just unlocks what's available to you and that truly is available and that is what i can help you achieve with coaching so that is that i will say that my current coaching spots are filling up for 2022 i actually don't have that many left for the rest of the year which is pretty wild if you want to get coached get started coaching this year I would recommend that you jump on it, (laughs) that you book your consultation call and let's get started. You can feel, no longer feel overwhelmed by Christmas. And then imagine like the holiday season. I'm just thinking about this now. Wow. Imagine the holiday season, letting that be such a magical time and not feeling overwhelmed and then starting the next year, feeling more at ease. What if that was your reality? That's possible. If you get started now, that is possible. We have six months together. We have time for you to integrate this, to learn how to live as someone who is more at ease. And then that is who you are from now on. How fun is that? All right, that is all. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Talk to you next week.